Brilliance Audio presents the unabridged recording of Tempest Rising by Nicole Peeler, performed by Kate Rinders. To my family for giving me every opportunity. Chapter 1 I eyeballed the freezer, trying to decide what to cook for dinner that night. Such a decision was no mean feat, since a visiting stranger might assume that Martha Stewart not only lived with us, but was preparing for the apocalypse. Frozen lasagnas, casseroles, pot pies, and the like filled our icebox nearly to the brim. Finally deciding on fish chowder, I took out some haddock and mussels. After a brief internal struggle, I grabbed some salmon to make extra soup to, you guessed it, freeze. Yeah, the stockpiling was more than a little OCD, but it made me feel better. It also meant that when I actually had something to do for the entire evening, I could leave my dad by himself without feeling too guilty about it. My dad wasn't an invalid, not exactly, but he had a bad heart and needed help taking care of things, especially with my mother gone. So I took up the slack, which I was happy to do. It's not like I had much else on my plate, what with being the village pariah and all. It's amazing how being a pariah gives you ample amounts of free time. After putting in the laundry and cleaning the downstairs bathroom, I went upstairs to take a shower. I would have loved to walk around all day with the sea salt on my skin, but not even in Rockabill was Eau de Brine an acceptable perfume. Like many twenty-somethings, I'd woken up early that day to go exercise— Unlike most 20-somethings, however, my morning exercise took the form of an hour or so long swim in the freezing ocean, and in one of America's deadliest whirlpools, which is why I am so careful to keep the swimming on the DL. It might be a great cardio workout, but it probably would get me burned at the stake. This is New England, after all. As I got dressed in my work clothes— Khaki chinos and a long-sleeved pink polo-style shirt with read it and weep embroidered in navy blue over the breast pocket. I heard my father emerge from his bedroom and clomp down the stairs. His job in the morning was to make the coffee, so I took a moment to apply a little mascara, blush, and some lip gloss before brushing out my damp black hair. I kept it cut in a much longer and admittedly more unkempt version of Cleopatra's style because I like to hide my dark eyes under my long bangs. Most recently, my nemesis, Stuart Gray, had referred to them as demon eyes. They're not as Marilyn Manson as that, thank you very much, but even I had to admit to difficulty determining where my pupil ended and my iris began. I went back downstairs to join my dad in the kitchen and I felt that pang in my heart that I get sometimes when I'm struck by how he's changed. He'd been a fisherman, but he'd had to retire about ten years ago on disability when his heart condition worsened. Once a handsome, confident, and brawny man whose presence filled any space he entered, his long illness and my mother's disappearance had diminished him in every possible way. He looked so small and gray in his faded old bathrobe, his hands trembling from the antiarrhythmics he takes for his screwed-up heart, that it took every ounce of self-control I had not to make him sit down and rest. Even if his body didn't agree, he still felt himself to be the man he had been, and I knew I already walked a thin line between caring for him and treading on his dignity. 
So I put on my widest smile and bustled into the kitchen, as if we were a father and daughter in some sitcom set in the 1950s. Good morning, Daddy, I beamed. Morning, honey. Want some coffee? He asked me that question every morning, even though the answer had been yes since I was 15. Sure, thanks. Did you sleep all right? Oh, yes. And you? How was your morning? My dad never asked me directly about the swimming. It's a question that lay under the auspices of the don't ask, don't tell policy that ruled our household. For example, he didn't ask me about my swimming, and I didn't ask him about my mother. He didn't ask me about Jason. I didn't ask him about my mother. He didn't ask me whether or not I was happy in Rockville. I didn't ask him about my mother. Oh, I slept fine, Dad. Thanks. Of course I hadn't, really.